Well, good morning. This is Pastor Michael Brown uh, coming to you again with another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. I'm excited this morning to have two uh, guests with me today, Pastor Addis Moore, who's pastor of Mount Zion Baptist Church here on the north side, and also uh, president of the Northside Ministerial Alliance, and also Pastor Jeff Port, who's who is a pastor of Centerpoint Church, and and probably so many other efforts uh, around Centerpoint Church. You guys are doing so much in the community, and so we want to welcome this them this morning. And um, I've asked them to come because uh, they've got an effort going on. And uh, tell me the name of that. What's the name of the effort that you all have going on? City Lead. City Lead. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell me a little bit about that. Give me the Reader's Digest version, and then we'll we'll jump into <laughs> it. <laughs> I would call it a Christian uh, business person luncheon mm -hmm. on leadership. Okay. It's a you said a Christian business church luncheon on leadership. Now, now I know that that we're talking about something more than just one luncheon. Oh yeah. Uh, we're, so so what is this? Is is it is it a a number of luncheons scheduled periodically? What does that look like? Pastor Actually, Moore? yes, uh, a number of luncheons. That we I think we're starting in the month of September uh, okay. every month. Uh, for the until May, I believe it is. Okay. Uh, and and what is happening? Uh, Centerpoint and Mount Zion, we're partnered together in this effort. So it'll okay. be every other month uh, at a different church. So we'll start in September at mm -hmm. Mount Zion, and then the next month, uh, October, uh, Centerpoint, and back okay. and forth. Back and forth. Yes. Okay. Now, what do you hope to accomplish doing all of this? I mean, you know, churches have worked together before. I mean, you got uh, Mount Zion, you're uh, hosting the Northside Ministerial Alliance, and we see pastors there. What do we hope to accomplish? Well, I think one uh, primary thing is that we're gathered around the purpose of leadership. Okay. And that transcends uh, all different walks of uh, life in the city. Mm -hmm. That uh, business and education, and uh, the church and nonprofits all need strong leadership. I mean, mm -hmm. there's it's not, it's, there's a good reason why the Kalamazoo Gospel Mission is kind of the gold standard of of nonprofits in our mm -hmm. community. It's good leadership, mm -hmm. and we want to uh, partner together in order to provide an excellent experience every single month mm -hmm. uh, on teaching on leadership, but also kind of the environment of meeting new people and being able to encourage each other because we all need that okay so now um we're talking about the church uh leading this so but this is not just confined to church leadership <laughs> absolutely not okay and, and we believe because of the the formation of it in a way it's formed that it will attract anybody that's really uh, concerned about leadership Mm -hmm. um, because it will be at that level of excellence that any leader could um, use these leadership principles to enhance their current operation or organization. So, so this could be the type of leadership that, that individuals will need for their organization to keep growing and excelling. Now, would it be fair to say that since the church is leading this, that the principles uh, that will be taught and talked about uh, in these um, uh, luncheons are going to be uh, uh, come from biblical perspective. Yeah, I think that's totally fair. 
and 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 I would expect uh, not necessarily preachy because uh, I know a lot of times people think <laughs> no they just want to preach to somebody you know and that's really not what you are uh, not what you're trying to do here. No, it'll be a bit more incognito than that. Okay. That uh, think of it as character development. Okay. That that's one of the primary roles of leadership is, mm-hmm. is strengthening the you know the inner person. And yes, we are going to extract those principles from the scriptures, right. but and some of the folks that know the Lord that are present will probably sure. see that. Those that don't, we hope maybe over time they might. Right. But uh, it's not uh, primarily for the sole purpose of trying to get people to conform to the gospel. Okay. Although we do want to plant those seeds in. Sure. Um, you know, creative ways. Sure. Well, you know, one of the things I appreciate about all of this is because oftentimes it's hard. Um, how do I say this? In a, in a changing society, it's hard for some people to navigate what they hear in the pulpit on Sunday and what that looks like when I get to work. Yeah. Right. You know, that's and, exactly and, right. And so, and I think that's the thrust we're taking. Actually, the application of the Word of God, mm-hmm. and and that's mm-hmm. the, the the premise behind this. That okay, here's this principle. Here how's it work? How it works out in your local business. Here how, this is how it works out in the school system. So the principles are portable. And that's what's so exciting about that because, and then individuals now, they would have heard that principle in a church setting or in a church building, let's say it that way. And so now the hope is when you have a, a challenge or a situation, you'll remember that this leadership principle came from the church. Right. And so right. that's another avenue to really to be that light of the world mm-hmm. and that salt of the earth that Jesus has called us to be. Yeah, yeah. I, I was talking to um, a group that we're going to be partner, partnering with at KGM, and I, I stopped them in the middle of the meeting. I say, you know, I, I just need to let you know, you know, I mean, when we get to those places where um, we might not see things eye to eye, we're all about the gospel. I said so, and we're not backing down. Yeah. I said I'm not apologizing for it, but I just want you to know that up front. I said, because as you go out in the community and you hear different things, I want you to know why we are where we are and how we do what we do. And it, and for me, there there's some things that are not negotiable, right. you know. So we need to know that up front, you know. Yeah. And if we're good with that, then let's keep going. The other thing is too that oftentimes I, I know a few people who have done uh, similar uh, efforts as this and. They'll come out and they'll have a lot of really good principles, you know, that they're teaching. And people say, man, that's really good. Where'd that come from? And they said, do you really want to know? <laughs> you know? And, and then you find that, yeah, it really came from the word of God. Yeah. You know, and so and people have, um, for whatever reason, uh, in today's society, they won't look everywhere except there. But I think that's, uh, too, in in all fairness, I think that to a certain extent, the Word of God has been misrepresented in a lot of places. Absolutely. And so I appreciate this partnership that brings clarity to it, you know, and just, and and can uh, clearly define what God's Word says in these different situations. You know, and I, I'm so excited about this. I'm I'm really looking forward to it. And and our focus is actually is bringing the community get together. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a lot of problems, a lot of challenges in our community yeah. that we actually think can be 
addressed by this. And so this is intentional with uh, Jeff, um, predominantly white congregation, Mount Zion, mm -hmm. predominantly African-American congregation, this co-leadership, if you will, to actually demonstrate the type of behavior that we want to see in our community. Right. And so hopefully uh, through our example, we'll start to dealing with racism on another level, yeah. start to bring dealing with reconciliation on another level. Mm -hmm. And through that partnership, individuals will see uh, that the church actually is the answer to the world's problems. It certainly is. Yes. It certainly is. And and, and for me, I think this, this partnership that, that you guys are uh, exemplifying here is the way it should be. I mean, it just, it should be. I'll be honest. I think I'm probably more excited about the partnership than I am even about the product <laughs> that we're, we're getting ready to introduce to the city. Because um, there is just, a, there's a lot of fun when you... Uh, grow and learn from one another. Oh yeah. And you humble yourself and submit to one another mm -hmm. out of reverence for Christ. Mm -hmm. And I just think there's going to be some beautiful things that happen because we made a decision early on in this that when it's at Mount Zion's site, the center point staff is still going to serve in full. Right. So that it we are, we show right from jump that both congregations are doing the serving. That's and right. then when it's at at Centerpoint site, mm -hmm. Mount Zion staff will also be serving alongside, side by side. And I, I just know that good things are going to happen from that. Yeah, you know, um, for a long time I felt that, um, that this whole racial thing, you know, that's tearing our country apart and all of that, God's looking at that like, what are you, what are you talking about? You know, what <laughs> yeah. are you talking about? And, and when we get in those discussions, pride, I believe, is the thing that keeps us from drawing too close together because you, you got you to gotta hear my pain. That's right. You know, you got to hear my pain. And you haven't addressed it in my pain, you know, like that. And, and, um, and so I can't, we can't move forward until we go around and address everybody's pain. You know, number one, Jesus is the healer. Yeah. The word tells us that we should know no man according to the flesh. We used to know Christ that way, but we don't know him that way any any longer. In other words, all that flesh stuff, put that to the side because, you know, that's not on his agenda, you know. And, and I believe that if we could get past that, let the pride go. And, and here's another thing, too, because I think we spend too much time trying to address the past and Paul says, forgetting those things that are behind. In other words, look, we ain't got time to try to change the past. Yeah. You know, press uh, forward toward the mark of the high call in Jesus Christ, you know. And if we can focus together, yeah. you know, on that and be examples for that, oh, man. But there, there's no limit. There's no limit what God can and do. And I think that's the power in, in the relationship of working together because mm -hmm. we're actually doing something together. Yeah. And so what we're really doing is putting legs to prayers. That's uh, right. Putting faith in action. That's it. And so we've talked a lot yeah. and, and we've prayed a lot now. So yeah. this is an answered prayer. Yeah. And so now Ephesians 3.20, it's going to be exceedingly abundantly above right. all That's that we right. ask or think, but it's according to the power that works in us yes, and exactly to God right. be the glory. Mm -hmm. And so... That's what I'm seeing from this because we're actually, and that's, I'm excited as well as Jeff, because we're actually doing something mm -hmm, together mm -hmm. to do it. So, so many times we're just talking yeah. about what should be doing, done or what somebody ought to do, but we're actually, actually moving, doing something now. Yeah. 
Well, you guys have been working together long enough to know that, um, how do I say this? How do, how do I say this? We, we have to develop a, uh, first of all, we have to have a heart to want to hear what the others, you know, means past what they say sometimes. Because sometimes we say some things out of ignorance or whatever. You know, we really didn't mean nothing by it, but I can't help you if you don't listen to me and help me understand. Right. You know, and they take that takes that all the way around. You know, I'm, and, and, and really the, way, the reason I'm saying this right now is because I know you all know this. But I know that there are people that are listening uh, with, and some of them may be thinking, hmm, that's an interesting concept, you know. But if you want to be involved in something like this, you can't be, you can't come looking for what's wrong. You know, you can't come and be thin-skinned about everything. You have to come with an expectation that God is working through this effort, that you're going to have to change just like they're going to have to change. And, you know, we're all going to have to work together. And somebody might say something that hurts my feelings, but I'm going to have to push past that because I'm working toward a goal here. Mm -hmm. You know, and this is, like you said, this is not just about center point. This is not just about uh, Mount Zion. This is about the church, the ecclesia uh, of Christ. Absolutely. Working together for the good of our community, the collective community. Yeah. And that's not just... The collective community of church members. No, right. that's that's our collective community. That's people that ain't even trying to set foot in the church. We want to work for your good as well, you know. And so the we church want this that, to benefit everybody. Yeah, the church that we went and uh, saw this in action is in Boca Raton. Okay. And it's a highly Jewish area, and also has a quite a strong Muslim uh, population. And interestingly, at at that luncheon, there were tables that were sponsored by the mosque and some that are sponsored by the synagogue. Mm -hmm. And there's such a depth of mutual respect for each other um, that's kind of tangible. Right. That they're in their seventh year, so that probably didn't happen overnight, yeah. right? It right. takes time yeah. to pay yeah. uh, those dividends and to uh, sow into that community. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, one of the, one of their amazing stories is that the they have a nativity scene like we have at Bronson Park and mm -hmm. like ours at Bronson. It, from time to time, there's been vandalism, mm -hmm. and Jesus has gotten stolen, you know, and yeah. that sort of thing. And they had some vandalism that was done to the nativity scene, and one of the mosques and one of the synagogues took out a they they made a a banner uh, a billboard, mm -hmm. and they expressed to the city leave these figures alone uh, because we respect the church. Right. That came from the mosque and from the synagogue. Wow. And that just shows you the, the kind of way in which that church has definitely respected the other faith uh, traditions, Man. but have earned that through serving them and through loving them. And there, there's even been where some of the folks that from the mosque that have invited their business friends and said when they showed that they had some interest perhaps in the gospel, well, you should go to this church. Uh -huh. I mean, just think yeah, about right, that. Right. Yeah. Someone from the mosque recruiting people to go to church. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's awesome. That's incredible. That is incredible. <laughs> yeah, I just, I love thinking about it. And the more I think about it, 
the more I can see, you know, just how this can benefit our city and in all different aspects. You know, I think uh, you know, one of a word you used a moment ago was uh, mutual respect. Yeah. You know, and I think in society today we're losing that. You yeah. know, if you don't think just like me, exactly. you know, I have to attack you. And, uh, you know, we're not all going to think alike. You know, God created us all different. Absolutely. And we've got to... Faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we talk faith, but we don't walk it. That's right. And so we actually have to be that message of Christ yeah. if we want others to, to see it. Because they see it first, and then they are attracted to Christ. And I think this is a way to actually demonstrate that as we pull the community together. And, and we, have, we, we are very confident that it's going to work. And mm-hmm. we're going to get have a diverse a group of leaders from every aspect of life. So we, we're really going to intentionally make sure that happens, mm-hmm. that it's not just going to be one group of leaders right. uh, or, or professionals or what we call professionals, but every type of leader we mm-hmm. want at that luncheon uh, on a monthly basis because that's another way of bringing the community together instead of being segregated. Now we're actually integrating the community in one place. That and we think that's going to that's going to um, return some dividends. Yeah, I'm so looking forward to that, man. I mean, you know, we keep talking about luncheon, and I just uh, as a sidebar, I uh, we, you know, at the gospel mission, we used to have what was called breakfast with Jesus. Oh, yeah. Breakfast. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to getting back to those. And so, as we're talking about this, I'm, I got that in the back of my mind because when that new building is finished in October. We're going to go back to that as well, well you know. So, and I would love to at some point be able to incorporate uh, some of these concepts and that information into that, yes. just to help support, um, mm-hmm. you know, support the whole. Um, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so how do you reach out to the community? Uh, how? What's the strategy for getting the information into the community? Well, it, it's not complicated at all, really. Mm-hmm. Is that the way this congregation did it? Is they picked twenty five uh, leaders in their church, mm-hmm. and they said we want you to get one other person. Mm-hmm. And so fifty people came to that first lunch and had this experience to see what it was like. Mm-hmm. And then they said, okay, now you guys go out and women, and you go out and uh, sponsor tables. So you might sponsor a table for the gospel mission. Mm-hmm. And now you're responsible then to get the other seven people around that table. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's how it, it multiplies. And, and um, our contacts are as, as wide as the relationships mm-hmm. of the people that we start, start with. And speaking about diversity, I think we want diversity not only obviously racially, but also um, in occupations, that we want CEOs at the table right. and we want $12 an hour people at the table, mm-hmm. that they all have value to, to the community and everyone is needed. And so we want to be very intentional in that original group that we pull together, that that's a very diverse group mm-hmm. so that their contacts out in the community are diverse as well. What do you think about, uh, or what is your hope about community political leadership? Um, elected officials in, yeah. in the community. Do you see? I, I know because I, I know sometimes um, uh, polit- um, elected officials, I should say, um, they feel like they can't allow their religious beliefs to be infected, to be involved rather in their uh, political office. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, personally, I don't see how you could get away from that. I, right. I do it. For me, it's all one thing, you sure, know, but sure. like that. But um, do you see that people would be a part of that if they're an elected official? Uh, do absolutely. You, do yeah. we reach out oh, specifically absolutely. to uh, like city commission? We want the city like commission. We want the mayor. We want the county commissioner. Yeah. We want elected officials mm-hmm. um, that are leaders, definitely, because mm-hmm. we want everybody at the table. Yeah, uh, and we want this this group. So we know each other well enough to talk to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, that way, we're not wondering what you're thinking. Right. We actually want to provide that atmosphere right. that we actually can dialogue with one another. So definitely, we definitely want all all political leaders, Republicans, Democrats, Independents, whatever. We want everybody at the table. And because know, we think the word of God has something to say to everyone. I, I, now, I agree with that. I agree <laughs> yeah. with that. Yes. Um, and, and I think it's great because oftentimes uh, when you're not uh, connected to or listening to certain segments of the community, especially in an elected position, you're making decisions that affect the community and people that you have no clue of how, how it is really affecting them. Right. Uh, we experience that here uh, in nonprofit and especially we are incorporated as a church, but uh, we're different than your traditional church. Sure. But we experience that where decisions are being made, both nationally and locally, you know, where nobody cares about how it affects uh, your particular uh, segment of the community, us nonprofits or church, you know, if you're not careful, you know. Yeah, I think another kind of side benefit that's just going to naturally happen through this effort is that. The more you get to know someone, yeah. mm-hmm. the more you appreciate their perspective. And so we might be on different sides of the aisle yeah. uh, politically or on an issue that's going on in the city. But if we are in relationship with each other, yeah. then I can yeah. I can advocate for you because I know that you're not you're a normal person, <laughs> you know, and, and you're, you didn't come up with your ideas with, yeah. apart from your story. And. So I think there's going to be, you know, goodwill that's sown into the community when you gather uh, people together for a good cause. Yeah, I'm excited that people will become will come closer together and get to know one another. Yeah. Yep. Because oftentimes, too, too often, you hear someone else's perspective of an individual, which is skewed. Mm-hmm. It's not correct. Right. You know, and you need to formulate your own opinion. And so this will set the stage for that. Man. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what. We are... Um, we're right coming to the close of our uh, segment here. If there was uh, any one thing that you wanted uh, the community to know about what you're doing that that hadn't been voiced yet, what would that be? Pastor Port, why don't you start? Well, one thing is that it's affordable. It's only going to be a $15 lunch. So I come from mm-hmm. a Dutch tradition, and so mm-hmm. that's that speaks volumes, right? Okay. <laughs> this isn't a $100 plate meal, but okay. uh, something that's very reasonable. Okay. And we're not trying to make money on it. Mm-hmm. We just want to you know, cover the basic costs sure. together. So that'd be one you know, kind of practical thing. Mm-hmm. Pastor Moore? And we're very um, we're good stewards of your time. It will be one hour. exactly, And so we'll be in, out, we'll have lunch, uh, we'll have a speaker uh, with a tremendous leadership principle that'll be shared. So you're in and out as an hour. So a person could plan that really and, and actually execute that plan. And it starts in September. Um, what date is that? What's, what we, I think it's third? September 11th, isn't it? It's, 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 the, it's the second Thursday of the month. Okay. Always the second Thursday at noon. 
Now, we, we're going to be meeting face-to-face in September. I sure hope so. <laughs> Man, I sure if hope we, so. We will be. If we do, yeah. We just <laughs> or even the table to face. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> we'll be able to do it. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm excited about that. Um, I hope that you're as excited. If you're listening to this segment on uh, the radio, if you're on social media, wherever you're hearing about this, I hope that you're as excited as we are. And I'm sure uh, you probably have some questions and if you've got questions, if they've got questions, how do they reach out? Is there a website? Uh, how do people uh, get their questions answered? There's not a separate web- website yet. Uh, okay. We haven't seen a need for that. So either congregation, right. you could reach out to our, our, our okay. contacts through our website and just okay. ask your questions. And Centerpoint's website is what? Uh, centerpoint.faith. And Mount Zion's is? Mount Zion, Kalamazoo.org. Okay, there you have it. There yes. you have it. So. Be sure and reach out, follow up. Uh, we may come back at some point here and uh, talk about how it's going uh, just to keep you plugged in. And I hope you look for an opportunity to, to attend one of those luncheons. Uh, I'd, I'd like to pray for you guys. Thank and, you. And can can I say one thing for oh, you? Oh, please, please. If you haven't been by the gospel mission, you got buildings like 100 feet tall going on out there. <laughs> so phenomenal work going on down here at this gospel mission. So you got to just ride by and see what God is doing down here. So excellent job on the Cowboys Gospel Ministries. Just wanted to say that. Pastor Thank Bob. you, Pastor Boy. Thank you so much for that. Won't you pray with us? Well, God, I just thank and praise you, God, for my brothers who have come here. Uh, I thank you for this uh, this idea, this effort, this revelation that you placed on their heart. Father, we just call it to fruition right now. We call in, God, the finances that it's going to take to pull this off. We call in, Father, the people uh, that it's going to take to be involved. I call in listening ears and open hearts, Father, throughout our community that people will rise above um, any individual uh, uh, hang-ups that they might have, Father, and just be called forth for the good of this community to the glory of God. And so, Father, we want to do your will. What God, we're just so grateful mm-hmm. for what you're doing in our communities, in each of our congregations, in each of our homes. God, you are just so good. Yeah. And so, God, now, right now, we just call forth a blessing on this community, this listening audience. Father, I pray that they are continually blessed in everything that they put their hands to, Father, and that in everything that they do, God, that they see your hand and they feel your love at work in them. And so, God, we thank you for it. We believe you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, this has been Pastor Michael Brown with my guests, Pastor Addis Moore and Pastor Jeff Port, uh, for another segment of Stories of Hope from the heart of our community. We'll see you here again next week, same time. God bless.